the Vinepair headquarters in New York City, I'm Adam Teeter. And in Seattle, Washington, I'm Zach Jabal. And this is the Vinepair Podcast. Uh, Zach, how were your holidays? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, it's always an adventure uh, between between the old uh, Xmas and New Year's Eve and all the just the, the nonsense. Uh, but, you know, made it out alive, I think. Seems like still still, still <laughs> getting you... still getting still getting reports in from the more remote precincts, but yeah, so far it looks looks good. Did you drink anything delicious? A lot of champagne, man. A lot of champagne. Uh, New Year's Eve is uh, is of course a, a great night for sparkling wine. It's also why my do, birthday. Why do Psalms so. love champagne so much? I really don't understand it. Oh man, I think it comes down to one. Like this is, I actually think like ninety five percent of it. It's so fun to open. Like, and I mean, the, <laughs> the, 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 the sabering thing it was just, like, a, it's come on though. It's not like that fun to open. Like, well, cause when you watch it, like, yeah, when a real person opens a bottle of champagne, it's fun to open. It goes, <laughs> but when a song opens it, it goes, it's just like not even that. You know, Tom's like, you're supposed to open it and it makes no noise. Yeah. So therefore it's not that fun to open. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, there's like that showing off thing where you're like, oh, did you even open it? Oh yeah, you're pouring it. Cool. But also like, <laughs> okay. I'll be totally honest. Like when I when I open them on New Year's Eve, I definitely pop the bottles. Like when exactly. when else are you gonna do that? I think it's so uh, stupid. Fucking pop it. That's why like all the songs are like, oh, we savor now. <laughs> like, yeah. it's because everyone wants to make. Sh- I want to make shit explode. Yeah, so that's how about why you? it's fun. You drink anything uh, good? Drink anything good? Uh, I mean, I was in Morocco, so. Uh, oh. it's a, uh, you know, as we know, it's, it's a Muslim country. So it's, it was a lot harder to find a drink, which is fine. I, I like respect that part of the culture. I don't have to drink all the time. Um, I had, you know, I, I had some, some nice bubbles, uh, on New Year's Eve, uh, but really not. I took a little bit of a break, which was nice. Yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, it's always important to do that. And I feel like the, the taking the break is, is a good sort of transition into our, into our topic today. Yeah, our topic is how you cure a hangover, <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast may have right now. So I, I brought uh, one of our awesome uh, Vine Pair team members uh, to join me on today's podcast, and that is Keith Beavers. He is our resident wine geek, been uh, our resident wine geek forever, but also now is our tastings director. So he drinks a lot of wine in the Vine Pair office. Uh, Keith, thank you so much for joining us. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot, man. I, I I take it you may have experienced a few hangovers in your life. <laughs> what are you talking about, Zach? <laughs> no, only know. only I mean, responsible drinking, huh? Right. I mean, I've, I mean, it's been a good decade of responsible drinking. It's been great. It's been great. Excellent. Um, well, do you remember back? Oh in... wait, oh wait. I'm lying. Sorry, I'm lying. <laughs> do you remember back in the day how you uh, how you dealt with the hangover? Because because I think it's uh, hangover cure is kind of like how is kind of like uh, everyone has their own little trick. But I find that like they're they're surprisingly surprisingly different. You mean what people do to cure it and deal with it? Um, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. How do you, it's, how do you everyone's handle? got their own way, right? It's a weird thing. And then you does, you know, I guess nowadays everybody can go on web, WebMD and talk about glutamate and shit like that. But, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, we just, you know what? I don't know what I did back in the day. In the back in the day, I just was hungover and I went and I got a, I got a greasy burger and thought that was a thing, you know, but then you get older and shit starts changing and you start to realize that that really doesn't work. So you start like, listening to what other people say. It's like, it's like curing the hiccups. Who actually knows how that works? No one. So like hangovers are the same way, but I, I mean, I know how I do it this, these days, but should I get into that? Or should we talk about how Psalms, is there like a, a Psalm thing? Like, 
you guys like, yo, this is the only way to do it. And it's in, you know, it's like in the guild. Keith, we don't get hangovers. We're professionals. Oh, I'm I'm only I'm only humoring the two of you by having yeah this no that's because you you don't get yeah you don't get hangovers because you guys we only drink the best shit and so therefore yeah. <laughs> we get no hangovers uh, but no let's be real everyone gets them they're the worst as you get older they also last for longer than a day oh, which is God. terrible I tell the two day hangover I, I I love my young staff who come in and they're like oh yeah I was hungover I'm like when oh just this morning for an hour I was like oh yeah okay. Well, get ready for it to go till the next morning, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just you wait. You're gonna you're gonna have whole days that are nothing but pain and self loathing, which is really like what being older is about most of the time, anyhow. But uh, but when you add when you add the hangover to it, so I will say like the 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 standard the standard cure that Keith alluded to is like the big greasy breakfast, and I definitely indulged in that when I was younger too. And I think that only works because, like as you pointed out, Adam, when you're like 22, your hangover goes away in like a couple hours anyhow. So you might as well have a big greasy breakfast anyhow. Um, nowadays, uh, no, I can't. I can't make that happen. Uh, well, what do you guys I, my, think? Well, let, let's let's start about the like with the, the the primary hangover cure we mostly hear about, which is hair of the dog. Do you guys like subscribe to Hair of the Dog, this idea that you should just have another drink when you wake up? Because I find that actually all that does is it just makes the hangover come a few hours later. I think I go with the Hair of the Dog when I have to get something done. And I'm like, this is – yeah, I can I can postpone the hangover until a slightly less inconvenient time. But I've never found that I could just like ride a hangover out and never have it really by drinking more. I will also say like the, the hair of the dog thing to me works when you have like, you know, like a baby hangover. Like, yeah, you wake up, you feel <laughs> you feel a little shitty, but like, you know, whatever. You can like, yeah, I'll have Bloody Mary. But like the real hangover to me is like, oh, my God, the thought of drinking something else is intolerable. And you're just I like, only drank clear alcohol last uh, night, so I'm good. You know, gotcha. I didn't have any like dark, you know, caramel. And well, like I didn't have any conjures in my body. So, <laughs> but no, I mean, so like what was somebody told me, I have a cousin who's a doctor and um, he told me that when you do the hair on the dog, I mentioned glutamate earlier because that's just what's in my head because my cousin told me about it is like you, 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 you drink an, an alcoholic drink when you're hungover to kind of replenish that or like trick your brain into thinking it's like getting some sort of replenishment that it's missing, but it's just a trick and it only lasts like 30, 40 minutes or maybe an hour. And then you still have to deal with the hangover after it's all done. So what you're supposed to do and what you don't do when you're young, cause you don't give a shit, you figure it out and you move on. But as you get older, you start realizing about what, like, what do I have to replenish to get back to where I was? God damn it. And I drink a lot of coconut water. I, I, I like replenish with coconut water. I drink a lot of just straight up water and I, I eat like eggs and vegetables and shit. And I try to like, you know, try to put like things back in my body that make it work. And I also smoke weed. (laughs) That's another solution for sure. Just, you know, yeah. Hop from (laughs) substance to substance, I guess. I will say, I will say the coconut water one I like because obviously hydrating is a huge part of hopefully preventing a hangover in the first place, which should really be your first goal. Like drink a lot of water while you're out, while you're out having alcohol and you probably won't put yourself in too bad a shape. But of course we've all had the issues where we don't do that. I will also say like, I find that the, the replenishing with more than just water. So yeah, something with like, uh, you know, some, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of, I don't know, some glutamates or whatever. Pedialyte, you're, man. Yeah. Some, you know, people are like, Pedialyte's the shit. Pedialyte yeah. is my shit. 
Pedialyte is the best. Although I will say that Pedialyte makes you hate yourself after doing it. Like so, the, so Tim was actually discussing this earlier in, in the uh, office a few months ago. That basically he went to New Orleans and he said you get the Pedialyte hangover after like three days because like you drink multiple days, right? So every morning you're hungover, but you're like, it's okay, Pedialyte. And then like, and then like in in like 24 hours after your like third day Pedialyte, you're like. I'm going to go with the Pedialyte downers because <laughs> I feel okay, but I just hate myself. Yeah, it's like you're just kind of, again, it's like this weird cumulative effect, right? You've like staved it off, staved it off, staved it off. You're like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then all of a sudden there's that, yeah, crushing sense of depression. Oh, it's the worst, uh, right? But Pedialyte will... does work. Pedialyte does work. Also, Xanax works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on the on the less, uh, less about, uh, you know, medicating yourself uh, with substances side – I, uh, this is this is again like not everyone's cup of tea, and it, the answer is not tea. Although it could be, I guess, for some people. For me, like the thing that helps when I can make myself do it is exercise, and it's miserable. I never hate. Who are than- you? Who are you? I can't believe you go exercise when you're hungover. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I there's I never hate life or myself more than like when I'm on the treadmill <sighs> the morning after. But I will oh, tell you, like alcohol it's sweats. The, it's oh it's it's horrifying it's it's just it, it's all of it is terrible it's it's miserable but i will tell you like 15 or 20 Dude. minutes actually my favorite favorite if i can do it if, like if i'm traveling is like a little bit of swimming laps um because there's something about being in the water that like makes the pounding of the headache a little less intense but it's like man you, you i find that if i do that it's like i i work out i feel like absolute dog shit for another hour or two and then it kind of goes away you must uh, smell great in the gym uh, <laughs> it must be like like ooh, somebody yeah. went out last night I mean, there's the a lot like, of you work there's out, a lot of empty like, treadmills next to me you smell like you smell like you know alcohol i mean but how cool do you look drinking pedialyte too so <laughs> you don't look really cool you know downing things for babies i think that's the thing about a hangover is like you just you don't care what you look like you just want to solve it <laughs> so therefore I also think there's like two different kinds of people who get hangovers, right? There's a person who wants to wallow in their own misery. They're the person who wants to like curl back up in bed, like draw the shades. Maybe they drink their Pedialyte, smoke their joint, whatever. But they want to be like utterly shut off from the world. And then there are the other people, and and I'm a little bit this way, but man, there are some people who are unlike it. And they're the ones who like they want to like tell you every last detail about their hangover. They want to like find you and make you listen to the story of what they well, drank last night. they want you to night. suffer their pain as well. They want you to yeah, suffer and their I'm pain just like, well. And I'm just like, man, I've fucking been there before. I know what a hangover's like. I don't want to hear your <laughs> I story. Hear your I, story. I, I'm not interested. Your drinking <laughs> stories are boring. Sorry, no one's story of the night before is interesting to anyone. Definitely not to someone who wasn't there. And like, we all know the feeling, man. Like, it's not, you're not sharing some revelatory experience. But I will tell you that when you hang out with a lot of people in our industry, you hear a lot of stories about hangovers. And, um, yeah, they're they're boring. Sorry. Yeah, we've all been there before. I will say the other thing that I discovered that does help a lot is watermelon. I think it's the oh, same idea know. of coconut water. But at least I'm eating something. So the idea, you're replenishing water and sugar. So it makes me feel a little bit better. Um, I used to be a proponent. A long time ago, it's really bad. So you guys like don't do this, but of taking ibuprofen the night before. So like, you know, mm-hmm. three ibuprofen and go to bed. I know it's like terrible for your liver, but I would wake up feeling better. Uh, but again, I like I, I, the, the one that I've been told that people really say at least helps a little bit is that you have to stay awake 
an hour or two when you get home without having more drinks and yeah. just drinking water. And that actually will change your life pretty, pretty dramatically, right? It's, it's a really simple thing, but it's just that like, it's really hard on your body to go to bed within 30 minutes of having that last drink. Like if you, if you've drank so much that you're passing out, you are, you're going to feel it tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And the other part is like, let's be honest, the sleep you might get if you go to sleep still drunk is the worst sleep imaginable. Oh, dude, you wake up at like 4. If you go to bed at 2 a.m., you're up at 4 a.m. Like, what the hell just – oh, my god, Pedialyte. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, that, I mean, that... it's, but it's all – you know, it's all about – I mean some, some person was like, dude, uh, if you can get prickly pear extract and take that like the – three or four hours before you start drinking, I swear to God, it'll cut your hangover in half. I'm like, where the fuck do I get prickly pear? Oh, wait, we're in New York. I mean, I'm sure I could probably find prickly pear extract, but it I don't think so I'm going to seek it out. And there's so many of these other, I mean, Zach, are, are people big proponents in Seattle of these like new chemical compounds, these like drink before things or whatever, where it's like, we swear that if you, if you take this weird thing developed by a Princeton graduate that you won't, you know, that, that you won't have a hangover tomorrow. Like, do, do you see people pounding those in the restaurants or is everyone just like, it is what it is? <laughs> I feel like I'm more likely to see someone who's like, oh, my naturopath recommended that I, you know, not, not so much, not so much like, you know, Ivy League scientists, but like, you know, someone's shaman. Um, so, but I guess it's sort of the same principle, really. Um, I, I will say like, I think the, the other, the other thing I will say about this is like, we all know this. It's boring to say, but it's totally true. Like you said, Adam, the more you do the night of, the to prevent your hangover you drink water you eat something you don't just drink on a completely empty stomach the less bad your hangover will be you, the next day but i want i want to talk about one last element of the hangover and that's oh, okay. like the the other part of it that i feel like doesn't get talked about enough and it's like the and I, i'm going to reference one of my favorite writers a, guy, a, a british writer by the name of kingsley amos who wrote a lot about hangovers he wrote a lot about drinking too so it makes sense and he talks a lot about the sort of psychological toll that a hangover takes on you and that to me is actually the thing that's gotten worse as i've gotten older you know the physical toll is bad too and it's not fun but i will say like there's something about being 22 say and lying in bed and being like oh my god i'm I feel like shit, but you're like, yeah, but you know what? Like I had fun last night. I was out there. I earned it. But now I wake up with hangovers and I'm like, I had like three drinks last night. What the fuck happened to me? Am I dying? Like I'm no, 34. Dude, I was just going to ask that exact question. So I was going to ask you both if you've started to have hangovers and none of, not, none of us are that old. <laughs> but like if you start to have hangovers where you're like, I got to get on WebMD and see what weird disease I have because there's no way that I could be this, that this could be a hangover. I must have some weird, weird thing that I caught randomly last night. And it's this crazy coincidence, but like, I got to go to the doctor because I'm, I'm undiagnosed with something. I'm going blind and also I can't walk. And like, I have major, major issues. I think that's totally something that happens as you get older because you can't explain why it's just a fucking hangover. Yeah, yeah, and also like I become a cyberchondriac when I'm hungover. Like I go online, I'm like, okay, let's figure this out. It's 2018, it's 2017. It's this whenever year the hangover is happening, it's that year that must be some new thing that's out there to cure. But I'm one of those people that I do not go into like, dude, I'm so hungover. Just check this out. I am, I am cut off from the world, and that's why I, you know, I medicate. I drink water. I watch sci-fi. I smoke weed. 
I, you know, I try everything just to like curl up and be like, okay, because I know it's going to be a couple days because I'm 43. Yeah, I will say like the other thing that's changed my, that's changed my hangovers is I have uh, a very young son, and let me tell you, if you think life hungover sucks, trying to parent a young child hungover is, and I have tried it, not is is even less fun, and so it does kind of put the uh, the damper on it. But I will tell you, like the kid is also kind of a good hangover cure because you just kind of have to deal with it. Again, it's like, you're like, you know, I have a dog too and I've had one for the last couple of years, but you can just sort of let the dog outside and be like, I will walk you later. I promise maybe. Or you hope like your wife is not as in bad a shape as you are. Usually she's (laughs) not because she has more sense than I do. Um, But like, the kid, man, you just like, you gotta, you gotta do it. It's like the, I don't know, it's like dad strength, but when it comes to hangovers. Well, can we get, let's get back. I just want to talk, get back to this whole exercise situation. So when you go to the gym to work out your hangover, what, are you cardio boy? Oh yeah. Are you weight? Are you core boy? Like what, what's your, <laughs> what's your deal? No, definitely not doing sit-ups, man. That, oh, it would only, okay. I could only end in, in someone's, hor- I mean, you thought, yeah, the smell would have been bad before. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, like, it's like it's not a big workout. It's fifteen, it's twenty minutes on the treadmill, right, right. and then it's like I'm yeah, done. Was the idea just, just like sweat that. it out? Yeah, it's like I mean, I also do like the sauna. Like, I when I lived in New York, just I go to the sauna. To... That way, you oh, don't t- have to well, run too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the running. I think the running is like at least for my for my mental well being as anything else. I'm like, yeah, I may have somehow consumed three thousand calories in beer last night, but like, I ran for fifteen minutes, so it basically balances out. So it's that. It's just that, like, yeah, it's sweating. It's getting like my heart rate up a little bit. It's moving. It's also it's like psychological too. I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's a good part of why I do it. And, and let's be honest, this does not happen with every hangover. There are plenty that I suffer through without putting on like pants. So I, I don't think, I don't think, it, I don't mean to say that it's something I do every time, but it is something that I try to do every time. Yeah, and sometimes life cooperates. Yeah, I mean, I don't like them most of the time anyhow, but that's another podcast. Well, I mean, you know, like that's, I think that's what's like fun about those times when you are, and probably for many people listening to this podcast now, the day after New Year's Eve, uh, it's, this has happened to you where like, you're so drunk when you get home that you can't even bother to get undressed. You're like, I'm just going to go to bed like this. <laughs> then you wake up the next morning and you're like, wow, I'm still wearing the clothes I wore from the night before. I'm just going to take all this off and I'm not putting anything else on. I'm just going to sit in my underwear and be really hungover. <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's- it's like, it's like, it's kind of like doing the walk of shame in your own house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like there's 2019 on my face. Oh, well, it is 2019. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, guys. Well, I feel like I've, I've made it about as far into this podcast as I can, but without admitting that I'm actually hungover right now. So I got to go figure out what the hell I'm going to do with this. And the answer today is definitely not going to be going for a run. But uh, maybe I'll go see if the store is open. I can find some Pedialyte or something. Yeah. I mean, this was actually an unofficial. This episode brought to you by Pedialyte. Not really. Or coconut water. <laughs> not really. But uh, yeah, do, do what you got to do, man. Uh, it, it, it's hard out there if you're hungover. I don't, think we, <laughs> I don't think we provided any solutions besides that, like, you just got to do what you got to do. Maybe you laughter. Gotta do, you gotta do. Hydrate, guys. Hydrate, glutamate. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, <laughs> sounds good. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Yes, yeah, slightly less hungover, I hope. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Vine Pair. We'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to drop us a line at podcast at vinepair.com. And if you really love the show, we'd love if you rate it and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Reviews and ratings really help other people discover the show. Now for the credits. VinePair is recorded in New York City at VinePair headquarters and in Seattle, Washington at Cloud Studios. Our engineer is Nick Patriot, and the show is produced by Zach Jewell and me. Our show logo was designed by Daniel Grimberg. Special thanks as well to the entire VinePair staff, including but not limited to my co-founder, Josh Mallon, and our editor-in-chief, Emily Saladino. Thanks so much for listening, and see you next week.